Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Hey, everyone, thank you for listening. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Well, we did this show this morning, and uh, due to technical difficulties, it was uh, not here to, to hear you. So uh, we're going to do it again. Uh, sorry to say, uh, it's like after you run a marathon and uh, you find out that you ran the wrong course. So this one may be a little different than what we recorded, but uh, this one is live and we'll post it as the four o'clock show. So, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And again, I just continue to thank the people over at Feedspot. Uh, They have, uh, again, listed our Podcast, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, uh, in the top 50 podcasts on the web. We've got a high five from that group, and uh, you can check out our uh, uh, podcast at uh, feedspot.com podcast, and you'll see Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. So I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, and uh, we do want to talk about the third leading cause of death in the United States, uh, and and now the new fourth leading cause of death. Uh, just a quick word. Uh, there's been some uh, articles that I've been reading that you should really know about, and the one is uh, con- con- concerns, again, the statin drugs, and it is a big threat to your health, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and it doesn't need the contagious bugs don't even come close to this. Uh, this drug has been pushed on millions for decades now when it could be robbing you of your manly hormones. And it might be the reason why gentlemen, you feel so crummy. Testosterone is essential and not just for sexual proudness. When hormone levels drop, it's easier to gain weight, especially fat, that spare tire around your middle, you know, and lose muscle, your energy levels sink, your mood plunges, right along with the decrease in testosterone. And, you know, testosterone is very critical to overall cardiovascular health. And a new study uh, that just came out shows that these Statin drugs given to cut cholesterol doubled your odds of having a low testosterone, or you may know it as hypogonadism. So it also affects your pituitary gland. Uh, But, you know, you need cholesterol. Even the so-called bad cholesterol Ain't all that bad, ladies and gentlemen. It's an essential ingredient in the recipes of hormones, especially for steroid hormones, including androgens and estrogens. And you know, you want you want to get a package insert sometime for statins and look at the fine print. Some warn the drugs could mess with hormone production. 
So talk with your healthcare provider. If you're not feeling so good, get your cholesterol level checked. It could be part of the problem. With you not feeling so good and putting that uh, extra weight on. So philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer once wrote, that all truth goes through three stages. First, it's ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as being self-evident. Well, we're going through that right now with the uh, Chinese virus that's going around. And uh, got some news for you that you're probably not going to hear any other place, but it is the way I interpreted what I heard today. from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, that the Chinese virus, the COVID-19, the vaccines, so-called vaccines against it are a total failure. I know you don't want to hear that, but they're telling us now that the injected have been declared by our government as super spreaders. Everything that we've been told by Fauci, Walensky, Biden has turned out to be completely false. The unvaccinated, it turns out, are doing pretty good. But the vaccinated have been turned into walking spike protein factories. And now the government is admitting it. Well, the way I see it, they're admitting that vaccinated people have to, get, have to again wear masks, have to be a they're getting Delta, the Delta variant. In some highly vaccinated countries, they are the ones that have the most breakthrough COVID cases. You know, they sold us a bill of goods about this shot. And they're still selling it because of the money to be made, right? So why do we all listen to Fauci? Well, I've been telling you for a year now that Fauci's phony. Phony Fauci, been in a in a bureaucratic position for 50-some years, and chronic diseases have gone like from 12% to 54%. He has continually supported big pharma. Uh, he has, according to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 20, over 2,500 patents on drugs, and so do through the NIH and his uh, allergy and infectious disease section of it. So if these shots really worked, it would would be a moot point to go uh, to ask if someone's been shot or not. Those who took them would be fully protected against anything. But contrarily, most people being rushed to the emergency room took the jab and suffered serious effects as a result of it. Now do you, now you understand why a lot of people are hesitant. And they're seeing the results of a warp speed program from computer to arm to millions of people. So... There are yearly about 1,200 police shootings. That's uh, what I could find, especially from John Rappaport. 
And some of these shootings caused major upheavals in society, protests, riots. But what if I tell you that the American medical system kills 225,000 people a year? Did you hear that on the news recently? Has it been covered 24-7 on any of the channels? Have there been any riots? Have there been any process? You know, doc, there was an author, Dr. Barbara Starfield, out of John Hopkins, who in the year 2000 in the Journal of the American Medical Association stated that there was at that time 106,000 deaths as a result of the administration of FDA-approved medicines and 119,000 deaths as a result of mistreatment and errors in hospitals. Did you see that? Are you aware of that? So police shootings, 1,200 Americans in a year. Medical system kills 225,000 Americans in a year. You know how much wall-to-wall -wall coverage we get over four to five police shootings? Is it being intentionally ignored, ladies and gentlemen? Is Big Pharma really that powerful that they can control the news media? You know, if you extrapolate that out for 10 years, that would be 2.25 million deaths per decade. Not even talking about those who are maimed, those who manage to survive and continue to have medical bills. So do you think there has to be some re reform done here for our medical system? Dr. Carolyn Dean talks about this in her book, Death by Modern Medicine. She talks about for well over a century, the treatment of symptoms with drugs has dominated the definition of healthcare. Remember, Rockefellers gave $100 million, like in 1911. They, they commissioned a Far Farber report. They did away with anything natural that was, and, and, and homeopathic and re, wanted everything to be a pill for every ill and the pills from the, petro, from the petroleum industry. And it's been going on for a long time. Insurance, insurance companies won't pay for naturopathic approaches. Medicare, Medicaid are payments for things that involve drugs and surgery. How much, look at all this direct consumer to drug advertising that's going on. How many gifts, speaking engagements, honorarium, financial support for training programs, and the intense lobbying by Big Pharma to influence how physicians treat patients. So are we ha do we have a medical industry or a sickness industry? I think people are, are even confused of what's, what is health anymore. Remember I gave you that figure from Dr. Barbara Starfield. That's from the year 2000.
So in her book, she says, matters have not improved one whit since then. Research published in 2013 estimated that preventable hospital errors killed 210,000 Americans each year. And in two, a 2016 study published in the British Medical Journal estimated that medical errors killed 250,000 each year. Indeed, when they include deaths related to diagnostic errors, errors of omission, and failure to follow guidelines, the number of preventable hospital deaths skyrockets, get this, to 440,000 per year. And now you get an idea of the enormity of this problem. Almost a half a million people. These are only in the hospital. How about the ones at home? How about the ones in nursing homes? They're not included in these figures. And, you know, today, yes, oh, somebody, how their doctor, how is good. Oh, he orders a million tests. He's really good. He orders x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs. But why do they do this? Why do they order so many tests? Well, probably the number one factor is a fear, fear of malpractice. And then there's the patient pressure. Everything they hear on television. In one study... In a PLOS-1 report, it's an online study from 2017, 20.6% of all medical care is unnecessary, according to that study. And the majority of respondents agreed that unnecessary procedures are more likely to be performed when the doctor profits from them. So maybe we should go back to a fee-for-service so you know what you're paying for. So remember, I've been telling you, you have to be the CEO of your own body. Well, there's one area where you definitely have to exercise good judgment because there's a lot of conflicting interests out there. So even if a drug treatment is backed by science, this does not guarantee it's safe or effective. Likewise, if it's an alternative treatment, and it has not been published in a medical journal, it does not mean it's unsafe or ineffective. And how many in the medical industry value diet and lifestyle factors, such as sleep, exercise, time-restricted eating, exposures to the sun, exposures to Mother Nature? How many uh, medical professionals talk about electromagnetic fields and toxins? Well, you know, you hear it on this program, and you probably there are other doctor programs where you, where you will hear this. Remember, electromagnetic fields are the cigarettes of 30 years ago. You remember, you saw doctors smoking on television. You saw doctors smoking in their office. How many lung cancers could have, could have been prevented if we listened and paid attention and not did not go the way of the... Uh, big pharma and tobacco companies. So you have to continually, ladies and gentlemen, uh, evaluate recommendations. Make full use of any resources that are available to you. And don't forget your common sense. If your gut says something's wrong, follow your gut. 
Check it out. Always be on the cautionary side when evaluating a new drug claim because it's likely to be flawed or biased, as we talked about in previous weeks about the black box warnings, even on drugs that have been out 11 years. That's the most serious warning the FDA can put on a drug. And if you have a serious health issue, and most physicians, I'm, I'm not against physicians, don't get me wrong. There are competent, conventional physicians out there. But it would be in your best interest to also identify a qualified natural health consultant, someone who really understands health at a foundational level to make sure you're addressing the root of the problem. Like Dr. Jerry Smith, who used to co-host this show, used to say, let's get the splinter out. Let's, let's get the splinter. Then we, we can cure the problem. Don't be uncomfortable asking questions of your, of your physicians. Your life may depend on it. Don't be threatened. You need to make informed choices. And if, he's, if your medical provider is not open to answering your questions, or if you question his truthfulness, it's probably time to seek a new provider, ladies and gentlemen. Just to give you some idea of the enormity of what we're talking about. From the Kaiser Family Foundation report, in 2016 now, four billion sixty-five million. 479,343 drug prescriptions were written by U.S. doctors. That was an increase from 2015 of 65 million prescriptions. You know, the doctors today, the ones that I've seen, I've gone to visits with friends, they have their head in a tablet or a laptop, hardly look up at you, do not do a proper examination, in my opinion, and just say, here, take this prescription. Do not talk about diet, exercise. Don't know the difference between optimal lab values and normal lab values. So the, the pharmaceutical industry, as was stated in a medical news article today, the industry should be heartened by the growth in the number of prescriptions and spending. They're popping champagne corks when they see those type of numbers. Now, we're talking about prescriptions, not number of pills. And we are not going to, this, this uh, Kaiser did not can, can count over-the-counter drugs or vaccine shots. Average people are taking thousands of pills a year. What are the effect of all these drugs? It's a rhetorical question. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people do. But Linda Marsa, in a report titled When Good Drugs Do Harm, 
indicated that there are 36 million serious adverse reactions to medical drugs per year. Is U.S. health really the best in the world? We'll talk about that a little bit before we wrap it up. The pharmaceutical industry is driving everything because of the money to be made. Almost like a pharmaceutical warfare. And the FDA, well, do you think everything is safe and effective before it's released for us to use? Well, they know about the problem, but are they doing anything about it? So serious adverse drug reactions are high, higher than what the FDA says. And their statistics do not include ambulatory settings and does not include the 350,000 adverse drug reactions occurring in U.S. nursing homes each and every year. Now, I'm sure when you're dealing with numbers, there's, you know, there's, there's leeway in how people arrive at them, but there's still, it's still a significant number. And remember, we spend a lot of money each year in this country. 2019, healthcare spending reached $3.8 trillion. And by 2028, it's projected to be over $6 trillion. So what does that buy us, ladies and gentlemen? What does it buy us? So Dr. Macri from John Hopkins, remember we, we've talked about him. Well, it looks like it doesn't want to load up, but I'll, he published something in 2016 um, that also discussed that medical errors were the third leading cause uh, of death. So, uh, you know, he's, he's another John Hopkins physician, well-respected physician. Dr. Mercola has done many articles on, on this. So we spend in the United States, and I had these numbers for you, but I'm sorry to say even my computer's acting up since the power outage. Uh, we spend the most in this civilized world. I think our total is more than the 10 most populous countries in the world. Just think about that. And where do we rank? We're down near the bottom in morbidity and mortality. We're just not cutting it. So I just have to apologize because we, we did all this this morning and it's really hard, I gotta admit, to, to do it again. And, and to talk about 
what we have to do to be healthy. So many tests and treatments do more harm than good. Over-testing, over-treatment are part of this problem of causing in, in, uh, causing disease and, 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 and problems for families. 30% of all medical procedures, tests, and medications may be, in fact, unnecessary at a cost of $750 billion, according to Choosing Wisely website. And here it is. The, despite our tremendous spending, we rank last in health and mortality when compared to 17 other developed nations. And just like, <clears throat> oh, we're not, I don't want to get into COVID, but there is an analogy here to COVID, but only a tiny fraction of all adverse drug reactions are ever reported to the FDA. Maybe only 1%. I mean, that's just like maybe only 1% to 10% of uh, COVID cases and COVID complications uh, are reported to the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Twelve thousand people die from unnecessary surgery. Seven thousand die from medication errors in hospitals. Twenty thousand die from errors in the hospital. Eighty thousand die from hospital acquired infections. A hundred and six thousand die from the negative side effects of drugs. And you know, again, we're not seeing it, so nothing's being done about it. But you have to do something about it because you have to be the CEO of your own body. And we're talking about hospital deaths in the range of 440,000 deaths per year. That does not include home or nursing home deaths. And respiratory disease usually claimed the lives of 150,000 per year, and that was number four, but not anymore. It's now, what, pharmaceutical drug reactions. So what do we do about it? Well. There probably should be another field in the, in the death certificate. Everything's done by codes today. Your doctor gets play, paid by a code. They add, they add as many codes as they can to try and maximize their fee from your insurance company. But they're, they're, and so do death certificates require a code. But there's no code for doctor error or preventable complication. Of course not, because you know that would be a... A boon to uh, attorneys, malpractice attorneys. But we have to have some tort reform and, and we have to know, we have to have some transparency to see how people have died. Because we're in the dark about it. I mean, we know the gross numbers. We need to know more, more. Well, wouldn't that be something? Your doctor was honest and list medical error on the death certificate. Whew guy would be toast. 
And it's going on all you know in Europe also. It's not just the United States problem. And let me just be sure you understand. We have uh, the best acute care, in my opinion, in the world. You know, if you want to be, if you're in a trauma center in the United States, you're going to get good care. Our problem is the chronic care, the stuff that Fauci has has ignored during his term unelected term as a bureaucrat. That's when, that's all these chronic diseases we're seeing. That's where we really have the, the problem. So look, if you're hospitalized, you need a, an advocate. Dr. Andrew Saul has written an entire book on this, how to safeguard your health while you're hospitalized. Because if you, you know, if you have a, an operation and post-operative, you're going to, post-operatively, you're going to be under the influence of anesthesia, and uh, you know you won't be all all with it. So you need an advocate to ask questions and take notes, and when the medication is given, ask questions like, "What is the medication? What's it for? What's the dose?" And you know what, doctors and nurses will be more apt to. Be a little bit more diligent if they know somebody's watching you. And uh, I mean, just an enormous problem, just an enormous problem. So is it really human to err? To err is human, we were told, right? So we're giving all this attention to cancer and heart diseases, number one and two, but there are no funds to study medical deaths by modern medicine. Because why? Because they can't get their statistics and no money goes there. It translates to 9.5% of all deaths each and every year in the United States. So we need we need some changes in collecting data. Okay, and we have to have some tort reform so that physicians and hospitals will be honest when they put down a medical error. And it's going to come from the public. It's not going to come from the top down. It's going to come from the bottom up. And they're not caused by bad doctors, all these errors, but there's a systemic failure. Like, like Brian Peskin says, as an engineer, you have to look at the whole system, not just at one part of it. Doctors are only part of the system. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, let's try and be healthy. Let's eat real food. Get rid of sugar, especially fructose. Get your meat off the seat. Avoid sitting. Get plenty of uh, movement. If you can do it, the high-intensity exercise that boosts your human growth hormone, excellent. Find ways to implement stress reduction strategies. So keep your emotional state steady. Stay hydrated with 
water that does not contain chlorine and fluorine. Maintain a healthy gut. Have a superior interior. We have more DNA from our bacteria friends and virus friends than we have of human DNA. 80% of our immunity is in our gut. Optimize those vitamin D levels. We've been saying that since the beginning of the China virus. And not only protects you from COVID, but it helps reduce your risk of death from most all causes. And we talked about the past couple of weeks, get rid of those toxic household products, those soaps, the personal hygiene products, air fresheners, bug sprays. And if you didn't hear what I told you, get some garlic, rub it on the soles of your feet, rub it on there for two minutes, and then set a look at your watch and see how long it takes before you taste it. And you will taste it. And lastly, get plenty of high quality sleep. Okay, without good quality sleep, your brain doesn't have a chance to detoxify. There's a glymphatic system in your brain and your brain shrinks down by about 20%, people think. Squeezing out all the toxins. Chronic sleep loss. You know, if you don't think of anything else, it'll make you older faster. Who wants to get old fast? Well, that's the way of doing it. Don't get a good night's sleep. So, ladies and gentlemen, I do uh, have to apologize for uh, being a little bit short on this this program. Uh, but, uh, like I said, it, it's a redo from a couple hours ago. But we'll play it again at uh, 4.30 and give you a chance to listen again. And I hope you have – if you have any questions, please don't hesitate – and uh, we'll get more into that testosterone thing and statin drugs next week. So thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next hey, week. everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house And let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house And let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week